Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more, passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic Mom Designed, Catholic Kid Approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free coloring and activity sheets while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Angela Marici, whose feast is celebrated on January 27th. Angela was born on March 21st, 1474 on a farm in the province of Brescia, Italy. After the passing of her parents, Angela went to live with her uncle in the town of Salo. Angela received a lot of attention for her beauty and kindness from an early age, which made her kind of uncomfortable. When she was 20 years old, she returned to her family farm and remained there until she received a vision that God wanted her to found an order of women that would educate young girls. She started with one school, which was a success, and soon Angela was invited to the city of Brescia to start another school. On November 25, 1535, Angela and 12 other women gathered together and formed the first order of the Company of St. Ursula, which was the first teaching order of women religious. Within a few years, the group more than doubled in size. Even though the women took vows of poverty, celibacy, and obedience, they didn't wear special habits or live together in a convent, but instead remained living in their own homes in the community. The rule for the community, which was written by Angela, was approved by Pope Paul III in 1544. At the time of her death in 1540, there were 24 communities of Ursulines around Italy. St. Angela is the patron saint of sickness, the handicapped, loss of parents, courage, strength, and determination. Now it's time for our story. Angela was in great spirits. She was so very excited. They were one step closer to seeing the Holy Land. This trip had been planned for months, and they had already journeyed for several weeks. The sun was shining as their ship made the last few kilometers in the journey from Italy down the Adriatic Sea to the island of Crete. And from Greece, they would travel again by boat to reach the Holy Land. Angela and her friends went to the deck of the boat to watch the island port come into view. It was a beautiful day. The ocean waves sparkled and danced. Angela took a deep breath of the salty ocean air, smiled and closed her eyes, savoring the moment. But when she opened her eyes again, she couldn't see. Suddenly, very alarmed, Angela cried out to her friends, I think something has happened to me. I, I can't see anything. She put her hands in front of her face, but all she could see was blackness. She had suddenly, without any warning or explanation, become blind. Her friends were understandably very concerned. I don't think we should continue, they said. It's probably best if we go back to Venice now. What's the point of even going, another one said, if you can't see the Holy Land? That's the whole reason for the trip. Angela was obviously very distraught by this unexpected turn of events. This absolutely had not been part of her plans, but she trusted God and replied, No, no, we should continue. Even if I cannot see the Holy Land, I want to go to all the places our Lord was. I want to show him my reverence and gratitude by touching the ground with my hands and my lips. Her friends were impressed by her devotion, 
and so they agreed to continue their pilgrimage, even though now it was much different than what they had planned. In fact, all the other pilgrims on the boat were impressed by Angela. Her trust and faith in God's plan for her, even with this very unexpected turn of events, was very inspiring. And so, when they finally reached the Holy Land, Angela was led by her friends from place to place by the hand. At each of the holy sites, from Bethlehem, where Jesus was born, to the Garden of Gethsemane, to Mount Calvary, to the Holy Sepulchre, Angela was overcome with emotion. These were the most incredible moments of her entire life, and through the grace of God, they were even more special because she was now blind. Angela found herself able to contemplate the events of the life of Christ in a new, deeply profound way. It was as if God had taken her bodily sight and replaced it with a deep spiritual sight that allowed her to experience these holy places in an amazingly mystical way. Her bodily eyes had gone dark, but her spiritual eyes were being opened. Angela thought of St. Paul, how he had gone blind on the road to Damascus, and so she allowed herself to be led by the hand, waiting to hear what God wanted from her next. The trip was a great success for Angela and for all her friends and fellow travelers. They all had a wonderful time and were sad to begin the return journey home. But it was time to go back to Italy and continue their work there. They followed the same route they had taken on their way there and soon found themselves back in the port of Cania where Angela had suddenly lost her vision. She trusted God, but the loss of her vision was still upsetting to her. As the pilgrims were walking around the island, waiting for their boat to be ready for the next leg of the journey, one of Angela's friends heard about a church where the local people said many miracles had occurred. Angela, I was just speaking with someone in town, and they said there is a church here with a miraculous image of Christ crucified, and many people have received miracles there. At this, Angela felt inspired to go to the church and ask for her vision to be restored. Will you take me there, she asked and a whole group of her friends agreed to go with her to the church right away. When they arrived, they led Angela right to the foot of the cross where she knelt to pray. My Lord and my Savior, she prayed, if I was going to spend the rest of my life alone, only worrying about my own soul, I wouldn't care if I stayed blind forever. But you revealed to me in a vision that you want me to devote myself to the salvation of others, and I feel so helpless without my sight. So please, Lord, if it's your will, for the sake of what you want me to do, please restore my vision. And if I'm wrong, and I can still serve you just as well without my sight, then please, Lord, let me stay blind for the rest of my life. She had barely finished her prayer, when suddenly she leapt up and cried out for joy. I can see! I can see! And tears of joy and gratitude streamed down her face. All her friends, who had spent so many long weeks helping her when she could not see, were amazed. No one had expected her to suddenly go blind, and certainly no one had expected her to suddenly regain her sight on the same island. The celebrations were short-lived, as they all had to return quickly to the boat, which was setting sail again for Italy that very day. Angela returned to Italy and continued the work she had started before her journey, deeply changed by her pilgrimage to the Holy Land. The story of St. Angela Merici reminds us that God wants to set us free from spiritual blindness and lead us into Christ's light. St. Angela Merici, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, 
and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!